and welcome to Watch What Crap Ends, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Ye Old Bravs. I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hi, Benoons. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. What are you up to today? Oh, I'm just sitting here podcasting with you, just getting excited to celebrate the final episode of the season of Winter House. What are you up to today? Heart, hey. Um, I have just been shopping for ugly Christmas sweaters. So I'm going to go mm. to an ugly Christmas sweater party. I kind of resent those parties. Like, why do I have to buy something? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's hot. I'm, and you can't really reuse the ugly Christmas sweater because people are like, oh, you know, well, I guess I'm not like a fashion queen. <laughs> or, I guess you can reuse it, right? People aren't like, yeah. oh, my God, that's the same ugly Christmas sweater as last year. Ew. I have two ugly Christmas sweaters. One, we actually have an identical one, right? We have our um, gingerbread. Although, actually, I think that that sweater, I, I think, I don't think I have that one anymore. Remember our little gingerbread uh, sweater that we had? The black yeah. one with the little things he on it? Dead. I, yeah. I have no idea where it is. And then I have one that's like the Christmas story, but it was like poorly made and it fits strangely. Like when I say it fits strangely, it's not like, oh, it looks bad. It's like there's an actual strange pressure like across my chest and under my armpit. So I really don't enjoy wearing it. <laughs> and honestly, like uh, I can only wear that one so many times. So actually, believe it or not, I'm wearing I'm wearing a brightly colored cardigan today because uh, after we record this episode of Winter House, we are getting we're going online onto Zoom and we are going to record our annual um, Christmas Christmas movie recap with Reality Gaze. So I'm trying to look slightly festive, but not super ugly sweatery but like connoting ugly sweater you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes ugly or maybe i'm just wearing vibes. an ugly sweater my taste is terrible <laughs> i'm like i'm wearing kind of like a nice sweater you guys are like uh that's an ugly sweater right like i could do just ugly sweater party i mean i could do that you know why doesn't anybody just throw an old navy party <laughs> why is it like <laughs> why am i never prepared why is it why is it that, like in Brooklyn, you're cool, but in the at the at a holiday party, you're suddenly an ugly sweater? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Christmas, you wacky, wacky mistress! So, everybody, welcome to the show today. It is the finale of Winter House season finale. I'm pre- presumably just the season finale. I'm I'm guessing that they will pick this one up. Um, unlike the trash in the house. <laughs> This will get better. Oh, but, hey, yeah, that house is just so disgusting, and I feel bad for the renters. I just want to like go write it nice Yelp or, or what do you leave uh, real estate reviews on? You know, I want to like go to the Airbnb <laughs> site and just be like, "This is a nice house." Sure, will it smell like sperm? Yes, but you know what? That will it smell like beer rot? Yes, but it's still <laughs> a nice house. Give it a go, guys. Give it a go because I just feel so bad for the owners. I know. And remember the top of the season, they walked in and the owners had had um, updated the floors and done, done like a fresh paint job. They'd clearly seen how it looked on TV and they're like, oh, no, we got to make this look cuter. And now it's back to its old, you know, it reminds me of my old frat house in college and like the, the grime on the, they would, we'd call it mung. That's what we called it. The stuff that would like accumulate on the floor, that mixture of like dirt, beer and piss. And it was in every fraternity house, especially in the basement, because in the basement's where we all played beer pong. Yeah, uh, which sounds crazy, but like that's what this house is: It's a house full of mung. But the difference is, they're not eighteen years old; they're in their thirties, and um, yeah, 
and they're living in it. It's time for the good old fashioned Bravo adulting storyline. No, I don't want that. I'm not no, even going to that. Keep the mong. Keep the mong. Yeah, that's terrible. Keep the mong. People adult. No I'm adulting. Like, what are you doing here? Like, Carl walked back in this year. I'm like, seriously, go home. Like, just go home, okay? We can still like you while you're at home. You don't have to be here for us to like you. Go home. Save yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Carl was in my dream last night. I know people don't like hearing dream stories, but Carl was in my dream. And, like, someone went up to him and was like, Carl, it's okay to cry. It's okay. And he's like, yeah, I just have to let it out. I was like, really? Carl's boring in my dreams, too. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's bringing your dreams ratings down. <laughs> I was like, can't you be a fuckboy in my dreams? <laughs> what? That's all gone. All the fun is gone. At ratings, dream bravo. It's like, <laughs> I know. I'm giving my Yelp, my dream a Yelp star of two. <laughs> you were in it too, Ronnie, if it makes you feel any better. And you were getting annoyed at me because we were trying to record. And I was like, oh, shit, I left my laptop in the other room. Hold on one second. And I kept going back to the other room to get something. And you were just getting angrier and angrier and angrier. I'm just sitting here stewing. <laughs> so that was an insight everyone i'm gonna go on dream airbnb and be like still stay inside ben's brain does it smell like sperm sure does it smell like a little bit of bar rot sure is carl extremely boring in it yes but it's worth it it's still so cuddly and fuzzy it deserves your presence dream you're leaving my dream a, like a high rating because you don't want people to know that you're upset you're like no i'm, I'm over- gonna look like a dick <laughs> i'm overcompensating people think i'm mad at you and i'm not mad at you they're like ronnie's oh, no. mad at ben i'm like no i'm not no it wasn't about about my ineptitude i kept forgetting my laptop we're recording a podcast for crying out oh, loud come on and now. us weekly was there and us weekly was writing notes and it was embarrassing no you've never been a professional i literally have I'm, shown up to live shows with no notes okay i mean that's <laughs> terrifying okay point no, is i'm a disaster we're still more responsible than this than this guest but we no one watches this to be to see responsible people you know but no 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 i don't watch it to see mullet wigs either okay that's not why i'm here either i think they're getting the wrong uh message from, from people M- more of whatever is not those things okay yeah i i'm not here to see responsible people i don't want them to be adults but when the mung is more interesting than most of the storylines happening <laughs> that is a problem <laughs> Uh, the, that the Hmong, like, we're, I, I'm not here for Hmong House. Uh, wait, real quickly, though, um, before we kick this off, do we have an announcement of something? Oh, oh we're we going have a back thank on you. tour. Yes, we're going back we on a, tour. And we have a thank you. Let's do the thank so, you first. No, let's do the tour first because the tour is like businessy and then the thank you's personal. You know what I mean? Oh my God, it's being mean to Ben. Hear it now. I can hear it now in my my dream list. So, um, everybody, we're going back on tour. We're going to start towards the beginning of the year, and tickets are going to go on sale the first week of January. Okay? So, we're allowed to say right now. So, if you want to buy them for somebody for Christmas, just get them a card and say your crappens tickets are on the way. Okay? And don't worry, they're only $900 with all of the current Ticketmaster problems. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Taylor Swift has already bought out our entire um stock of tickets and you're gonna have to buy them at whatever price she sells them so good luck with that (laughs) um and a big huge thank you take it over ben no i'm no i'm first of all a a no thank you because for the first time ever in the history of our 10 years of doing this someone is spamming me on skype we record over skype and i'm getting skype messages that say 
I don't have big breasts. Is that okay? And then the next one says, do you like big breasts? I'm like, you know what, ma'am? I'm a gay man trying to record a Bravo <laughs> podcast right now. I would just type back, <laughs> I do. Want some of mine? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the thank you. Yes. This is the coolest thing. Diallo Riddle, who is the creator, star of Southside, which is on HBO Max. Also, he is on, um, he also has another show, um, Sherman Showcase, which is on IFC. He was on Watch What Happens Live last night, wedged in between Meredith Marks and Claire Saffitz. But sometimes I just love Watch What Happens Live for the way they book these shows. Claire Saffitz, <laughs> Dessert Queen, and Meredith Marks. Diallo was on there, and Andy asked him how he got into uh, into Bravo, and he said he he got into it because his lovely wife Brittany, who full disclosure is actually a friend, uh, listens to Watcher Crappens, and so he said, "Yeah, I was listening to the Watcher Crappens guys." And then Andy was like, "Wow, those guys are pretty funny." So a huge thank you for like our second shout out in two weeks on Watcher Crappens. Like it was so cool. Diallo is awesome, and everyone should go watch his shows. He's hilarious. He's a wonderful guy. And um, we just always were so really flattered to always receive that sort of that sort of love on the air. Yeah, that was really cool to see it. And um, he really knows his Bravo stuff, you know, because a lot of the people who go on there don't know the show at all. So also good guest. You know, it was nice yeah. to see like a good guest on there. <laughs> He's knew like what the fuck he, they were talking about. No, uh, Diallo and Brittany, they they're just they're like great people. So Brittany, Brittany, Brittany listens to the show, but she also incidentally was friends with my boyfriend beforehand, my boyfriend beforehand. And so that's how the whole connection all happened, but they're great people. And I was just, I'm really happy for Diallo's success. And I'm just like, uh, it was just really cool that, you know, he, uh, took the time to give us a little shout out there. Yeah. So thanks for that, buddy. Okay. So now yeah. today is Winterhausen finale. What are we going to do between now and and the next winter house. That's right. We're going to watch them all again on a different show called Summer House. Not shows just about <laughs> promising people cookies and never giving them up. Ooh. And uh, this show, they give you their cookies right away. Yeah. This is a, this is cook. It's like <laughs> this, this show, you put your cookie batter all over people until they're having to take three showers a day. Okay. Yeah. And then like, and then when they have to leave the house, you say, but don't you want the cookies? You want the cookies, right? I thought we had an exclusive contract that I supply cookies for you. <laughs> well, you know, there's just so many cookies in the world. <laughs> and then you say to other people, so guys come, they really enjoy my cookies because they look really good in the case. But then yours are the cookies they actually buy on a regular basis at the supermarket store. Yeah. <laughs> At the supermarket store. What is wrong with me today? What is I am like brain dead. I am totally brain dead. This I okay, okay, full confession. This is the end of our week. No, it's not. Oh the no, end it's of the not. We have, to, we have another whole episode. <sighs> it feels like the end of the week. Yeah. We have been working so hard this week to try to get content up for the holidays and everything. And I am just like ground to a pulp. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. So Ronnie, good luck because you've got, um, you've got like an empty vessel here that you're recording. With today. Well, I'm already an empty vessel. Well, thank God it's winter house. Nothing really happens. So yeah, they're returning from wherever, you know, whatever place I don't care about. And um, they're getting ready for the nightly party. And Paige is like, we're having an, an etiquette dinner at eight. I'm like, you're, 
dating a guy that like burps and like chews nicotine and then does this constantly can we not like how about you guys don't be in charge of this party (laughs) okay yeah i'm not like really an etiquette queen obviously i think everybody knows that but even i'm like no not you you know what you need you need a um, Windex party, okay? You need uh, a lemon pledge party. Hey, everybody, <laughs> let's take shots while we mop the floors. That's what you need. You need a, how about a Silkwood shower party? <laughs> Just all stand under <laughs> some sort of shower. We're taking um, shots, yeah. shots of hydrogen peroxide. Just please. <laughs> Just, is, there a, is there a supplier of penicillin close? Yes, please. Shots of penicillin. Yeah, etiquette dinner party. It just reminds me of the time many years ago when Tamara Barney tried to have a, an etiquette, etiquette party. That may have actually been the same night of Naked Wasted. But like, it's like at some point, there are just some people you just don't look to to be an authority in those areas. And the cast of Winterhouse is one of them. I don't care if the guys are from the South. This is a great, this is a great, great example of just because you're from the South and you're raised and you're around proper people like Patricia does not mean that etiquette comes through osmosis it's like you're all a you're all a bunch of mud piles <laughs> yeah you're a bunch of mung beans also <laughs> um you know i know that it's a tongue-in-cheek thing because you know there's someone out there who's like no um, like, it's not yeah. really etiquette <laughs> that's the point guys it's a joke like i get that it's a joke but i'm still mad and that's how gross these people are like don't even don't, yeah. don't even put the word in your sentence. So um, Craig's like Charleston, like it's gonna be like a Charleston tea party. <laughs> One thing Charleston has great steaks. Hi, welcome to America. Everywhere has great steaks. <laughs> I know. It's like saying like Char- you know what we do really well <laughs> at French fries. Our, my, <laughs> It is kind of hilarious. I mean, uh, I thought, if anything, Charleston was really known for its seafood, but that's fine. I mean, the food is great in Charleston. Look at me all of a sudden defending Charleston. Like, wait, wait a second. Anyway, he's like, yeah, yeah, Charleston has great steaks. And Paige goes, oh, bad time to tell you I'm a vegetarian. (laughs) You just got paged. (laughs) So Austin has been asking what the plan plan is for the night, because I guess this is supposed to be his thing, too. And, of course, he's done nothing. And Amanda's like, it's not Austin's night. It's Craig and Sierra's night, period, Kyle. (laughs) And Sierra's like, okay, um, the Southern boys planned this night, but riddle me this. Where did Austin have etiquette training? With the dogs? Because he acts like a dog. Okay, is Jen Shaw just writing your all's diary rooms now, too? Come on, end the show. Cut the cord. I like like when... um, Bravo stars uh, are very adamant about making sure we get their joke. <laughs> Where do you get the training? With a garbage a garbage handler? Because garbage handlers don't necessarily have good etiquette. Although, upon further reflection, their occupation has nothing to do with their home manners. Ha! <laughs> where did you get etiquette training? Preschool, where children are? Because that's where children go to school. <laughs> In preschool. Um, Where do you get his etiquette training? A different country with a different culture that has different standards of etiquette? Ha! (laughs) 
And while I think that she's right, um, you've gotten together with him multiple times. So, like, I can't it's, I can't hear it from you either, you know? So then the girls set up the table. I'm not hearing anything from anyone today. I'm not hearing <laughs> I'm anything. I'm not having like, it. I'm not about I'm not having anything today. <laughs> I am. I'm hungover and I didn't drink last night, okay? And so, like, I'm in no mood. Ugh. No mood for, for stupidity on this show today. So they're getting it all from me. So the girls set up the table, and Sierra's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for all that testosterone to be back in the house. We're going to be all dainty, and they're going to be all, ooh, 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 ooh. And then it cuts to the car coming, speeding down the driveway, going, ooh, <laughs> 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 Kyle's making, Kyle is talking like someone from The Sims. He's like, it's like, it sounds like English, but there's no distinct words coming out. <laughs> Yeah, poor Kyle. He's just like, yeah, I'm gonna put on the front lawn. What? And then there's, <laughs> and I think it's Corey who does this a lot this episode. I'm not positive it's Corey, but I think it's Corey. He's he just starts walking around going, oi, 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 is one of my least favorite um, frat boy sounds. I have to say, or like <laughs> soccer fan sounds. You well, know, like I have, there's certain sounds that aren't words that I hate. Like I hate, I would say my top, my, my top two least favorite sounds that people make are oi, 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 unless it's Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. I'm okay with it like after an Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. And I, but I don't like an, like, I don't like in a vacuum, someone just going oi, oi, oi. I also, you know what I don't like? I don't like in a song where people go lie, lie, lie. I hate lie, lie, lie. That's it drives me nuts. Wow, so you're I like, like a la, three la, syllable la. hater. You don't like you don't like <laughs> no, single no. syllable la- things repeated three times in general. <laughs> <laughs> the rules of comedy do not extend to those sounds for me. But no, or like a lighty, lighty, li- like when Simon and Garfunkel go lie, lie. I'm like shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're like come la, la, la. time, find a lyric. <laughs> give me a la give me a low give me a loo but lie i don't want to hear it <laughs> they're like our simon and garfuntel are like our winter house recaps <laughs> <Garfuntel. laughs> what did i say simon, said simon and garfuntel simon and garfunkel um they're like our winter house recaps they're just they're just tired <laughs> like they just get to the <laughs> point where they're just going to keep their placeholder notes in they're like and then lie, 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 <laughs> just leave it in there they'll take it they're just going to eventually just start. The song isn't song about, about anything that. anyway. <laughs> Talk about your dream, sing? Simon. Simon's like, I dreamt that I met Bette Midler in a bathhouse and she was so poor. <laughs> what were you doing in a bathhouse? It was a dream, bro. It was a dream. It's like, let's just write a song about that road. The one over the river? Yeah. Can we just click the little, little bridge? <laughs> People will love it. <laughs> I don't know what to sing about anymore. <laughs> la 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 la. <laughs> hey, we should make a song called A Da Da. A Da Da. A Da Da Da. So Amanda's like, the real question is, girls, Rachel, are you ready to see Jess? And Rachel's like, I need to talk to her. And Sierra's like, yeah, we're going to let you handle that. Okay, Kyle's here. Uh, Amanda's here to stir the shit. I'm just going to sit back. You could do that on your own. So then Sierra yeah. and Jess um, 
are getting ready. And Sierra's like, so how was it? And Jess is like, I'm pretty drunk, but the house looks incredible. I mean, God, the house, I mean, I can tell the house is trying to be as hot as me because it's like cleaning and getting itself together. And it's not going to happen. And I just told the house, I walked into the kitchen and I said, listen, I'm the hot one. You're the house, okay? I'm the one that people want to fight, and you're the people, one that people just kind of take for granted and live in occasionally. It's how it is, you know? You're lucky in your own ways. Yeah, I have to say, like, I walked in, and that dining room table looked so pretty, and I was like, this is the dining room table that everyone, like, eats at first, but the one that they wind up eating at the most and the longest is the one in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, it's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So then um, Kylie's a pork chop or a lamb chop. And lamb then chops, in, yeah. the, in the kitchen, Corey comes in and he's like, <laughs> oy, 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 and jumps on He's literally going, oy, 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 oy. I'm like, if you don't say Aussie, Aussie, Aussie beforehand, this is not going to work for me. <laughs> it's not. Can't stand it. And then uh, Rachel's like, you're such a bull in a china shop. This is family night, Corey. Family night. Um, so then um, Amanda announces it's family dinner, 8 p.m. Everyone has to come to their scene. And uh, Austin winds up taking like a lamb lollipop and eating it like a caveman, of course. And then um, Amanda's upset because she's like, there's only one bag of shrimp for all of us. Cause I think that Austin and Craig went shopping. And of course, Austin's the guy who's like, yeah, well we're a remote. We're like a, a cast of 45 people. So let's get, I don't know, half a pound of shrimp, <laughs> but nobody really ever eats. Do they? I don't they seem to take so. a few bites on this show, but not that many. I've noticed there's always a lot of leftover food. So Austin yeah. is. Uh, I'm really old in this recap today. Like seriously, I'm really, really old. Three years. Over I know. I'm like, week. do I have a cataract growing? In? What's going on with me? I'm like 90 years old today. So Craig's mad about the shrimp, and then um, Austin is just thinking of Sierra because. Man, Austin has really tried for some drama this year, and he's gotten a little, but he has not been the center of attention, and I think it's killing him. So he's like, when I came to the house, I don't know where Sierra and I started, and I would say before this battle, it's been 9 out of 10. No, hell 10. It's been been an insane 10. But I don't know where our friendship stands now. We've got to talk about it. We've got to have a big end of the season finale talk. She cries and fights over me. When he said, but until this spat, did he mean like um, a dust up they had or the most recent time he spat at us? <laughs> he meant right now as the camera is covered in little <laughs> white bubble dots. Uh, so now um, um, Amanda was Amanda's talking about how she's sad that she wasn't with Kyle at ski biking. And now Rachel's sitting in Sierra's bed and she's still like mad about what Jess said to her. And then and Ra- Sierra's like, quiet because jess is in the next room over she's in the bathroom that's attached uh showering and stuff and so rachel kind of like hides in the bed and she talks about growing up in an all-white town and and feeling awkward at parties and out of place etc so then jess comes out of the, the shower and she sees that there's like an entity in the bed although it's hard to discern because there are so many things on sierra's bed as per her brand and jess is like who's in your bed and sierra goes it's rachel she goes that's scary <laughs> wow it's weird to see a bed that doesn't have cory in it i'm don't, don't know what to do with myself right now 
Oh, so then Kyle's dancing around in his boxers, and then Jess goes to Corey's room, and she's like, hey, do you have my black bra? I can't find my black bra. He's like, I don't know, but your shoes are in here. Can you get your shoes out? It's like, oh, my shoes. I totally forgot about my shoes. It's just, just such a just thing to say, you know? Yeah. It's like, ma'am, I'm sorry. We can't serve you today. Really? I just walked all the way here, and I forgot my shoes? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Like, ma'am, yeah. that is a bra on your feet. Oh my God, there's my <laughs> black bra. <laughs> I mean, while the guys are like smoking a salmon outside, and Luke is like, oh yeah, Bonerville. Am I right, everyone? Bonerville, <laughs> they got a great lake there. Don't set up fireworks over the Bonerville lake. <laughs> Um, so Jason is coming down. Everybody's gathering for the table, and Rachel sees Jason because he's asking, um, if shrimp cocktails should be put on the plate or not. I'm like, I love the guy who makes hot dog salads asking where the shrimp should go. What did he make? He made like hot dogs and he made a hot, it's like, was it a hot dog salad? I don't remember a hot dog salad. (laughs) He made a hot dog something, which I loved. Uh, So Rachel's like, oh, my God, I wish he had chino pants. And Paige is like, she's just staring at her phone, swiping through her phone. She's like, well, it's the simple things we can fix. Don't get in your head about it. (laughs) Uh, um, I was just thinking about this shrimp cocktail logistics. How It's going to be a sad shrimp cocktail. They only have a tiny bag for everyone. How do you... You just put two on a plate. It's just going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Yeah, Everything's bad. Everything's bad about this show right now. <laughs> no shrimp cocktail plating. The guys are doing oyster shots in the kitchen. Like, yeah, oyster shots. Yeah, we're men. We're men. And then um, the food comes to the table. And Sierra gives the toast. She's like, everyone, welcome to our first Charleston tea party. For tonight's tea party, we do not. We have a few rules. Here is what we do not talk about dinner. What is it, everybody? Amanda's like, religion. Kyle cheating. Kyle cheating with religious people. Abortion. Butt stuff. Gay people. (laughs) So she's like, there will be no four-letter words. And Kyle's like, Kyle. Gal. Because they're like, like, oh, yeah, Kyle's a four-letter word. Anyway, so Sierra's like, yeah, no bleep or bleep or bleep or bleep. And she goes, and if you think it's inappropriate, it probably is. And the punishment is shots. So I'm like, well, I feel like the, the punishment should be no shots in a sense, I feel like, with this. I don't know. I think that, like, I think I have, like, a fundamentally incorrect approach to this etiquette dinner. Like, everything they're doing, I'm like, that's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> So Corey asks how uh, he's like, Craig, how was it with the girls today, brah? And Craig's like, oh, well, I just needed a little of my normal base, and drinking with the girls is my normal base. Like, there was gossip. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're like, well, too bad you went, didn't go bike skiing because Kyle, like, shredded the gnar. And Corey goes, yeah, I came down. And then, like, uh, she was like, you're bleeding. And I was like, I was like I'm bleeding from the teeth. Oi, oi, oi. Am I right, everyone? <laughs> it sounds like a great time. I have a feeling the boys' voices are overpowering the table. And that's not etiquette, Kyle. So then they're all having fun and being joking. Rachel's like, ding, ding, ding. I think there's something I want to bring up. You guys, I know I don't talk a lot, but when I do speak, it's something that really 
bothers me. <laughs> Talking with the girls today, it made me feel confident enough to bring it to the table. It's like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, talking to the girls, I realized the best way to do things is not to have a one-on-one conversation, but to bring things up in front of 18 people while we're all drunk. Okay, here we go. Jessica, you said something to me that made me feel really shitty, and you said something that made me feel like the guys aren't coming for me. They're, oh, sorry, guys aren't coming for me because I don't have tits or ass, and that the only reason why guys talk to me is because of my personality. And they don't care about my looks. And I've dealt with that my entire life, being Asian. And you have all the things that guys want. Sort of like, uh, kind of fun. like I un- I 100% understood what Rachel was saying. I understood why she was crying, why she was traumatized. But but in a but the statement, like I'm really upset that you're saying guys only talk to me about my personality and not my looks, is kind of a hilarious statement. Like, oh my god, I have. <laughs> a good enough personality that everyone wants to talk to me and and <laughs> i feel like most people would want to have the good personality I men know what she's jessica, saying jessica just... when you insinuated that i had a goodreads app i was really offended it's like uh this is a, you're smart <laughs> it's a compliment <laughs> when you insinuated that i have a sparkling personality with many insights that people are attracted to <laughs> i was devastated <laughs> well, i know she's like, not saying that you work but, like, so hard to be sounds. smart you know and um, have a good personality and then you you find the one place on earth where none of that counts for shit you know yeah exactly i mean look i get it Every, people want to feel like they are attractive well she's basically and, yeah she's basically you know saying like you're calling me ugly like what the fuck you know and austin's face are in his hands he's like oh god God. <laughs> and so everyone's just looking down because they don't really know what to say. And uh, Paige just like throws back a glass of champagne. Like, all right, bring it on. Here we go. Now, this is my yeah. kind of game. So Rachel's like, yeah, you know, I mean, you have all the things guys want, whatever. And Jess is like, um, well, that is not at all how I thought it went. And she's like, I mean, it's just like a reality check. And it like hurts to feel invalidated, you know? And so Jess tells us, I think there's a conversation we had taken completely out of context. And what I meant was I don't always think when I attract guys that they like me for me. Like, sure, he wants to fuck me. Like, sure, he wants to like touch my face sure he wants my (laughs) lips on the small of his neck but he doesn't care where i'm from or what i do for a living and it almost makes me insecure as a person (laughs) yeah almost almost guys just see me as like a super super hot girl that they want to be exclusive with after about a week and a half and like that's all that i get out of it just like a hot guy who thinks i'm hot too who just wants to be in a relationship for many months with me that's it it's so sad yeah she's like listen i've had a lot of reality checks while i've been here and i'll admit that you know i mean look i didn't know that we lived in a girl we're homely or in a world where homely girls got so much attention but look at all of you You know, I'm just so proud of you. Whatever it is you're doing. I don't know if it's the book things that you're holding. I don't know if it's that. But whatever it is, good for you guys. And I'm sorry. And I'm genuinely taking in what you're saying. And I'm working on myself. Hold on. Yeah. Um, That's just squatting. Exactly. I'm working on myself. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, look at me. I'm working on myself. No, well, you've put a laptop on your stomach and are typing, but that's literal working on yourself. That's not what we're really talking about here. 
I'm just glad. So this is, (laughs) yeah, I'm just glad that I had a reality check because it's really wonderful to step out of the metaverse (laughs) and realize that like not hot girls have feelings too. Sometimes I was just trying to explain to you that you all could be so much hotter in the metaverse. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, haven't you heard of Sam fried? What's his face? (laughs) Isn't this name like Sam fried bankman or something? Okay, I'm a Sam uh, yeah. Fried, whatever his name is, <laughs> Bankman Fried. It's probably Bankman Freed, but I like calling him Fried. I like to think that he's also well, he's he like, will be. He's a Fried Bankman, <laughs> a chicken fried Bankman. So, um, <laughs> Rachel's like, okay, but then if if it's that simple, then why would you say? It? And Amanda's like, I'll bring that one up. <laughs> My turn. I'm on, girls. Do you want to share what you shared with Kyle last night? And she's like, no, not really. And Craig's like, how is Kyle involved in this? Well, Jessica's mad at, Jace, at me and Jason because she doesn't think we believe in her and Corey. So there, I said it. Do you feel like Jason and I diminished you and Corey? I was like nothing but nice once again, despite the fact that you're wearing a hideous top from last season that you probably paid full price for, okay? I genuinely feel like you just like don't like me or subscribe to me. And Jason's like, hey, I'm the one who brought you here. Why would you say that about me? It just doesn't make sense. If you have something to say to me, why wouldn't you DM it on Instagram? I just don't get it. Why would it be a conversation with you and Kyle? Yeah, if you had something to say about me, like, why didn't you let me know you had something to say about me? So that way I could have had something to say about me, too, in the press. Everyone starts with, yeah, right. (laughs) If you had something to say to People Magazine, I should have been there to hear it. Add my two cents. So Amanda's like, well, it's not like Kyle's a bad person to go to. Yes, he is. He went to you, and now you're bringing it up to the people and at the table. Yeah. So then Jason's like, I love Kyle, but skipping a few steps to get to the conversation you need to have uh, may not work out so well. So enjoy not getting any chicken farm tonight. Mm. Uh, you guys are leaving tomorrow. Oh, shit. And All Jess right. Well, like, I'm a nice guy. Right. So Paige is like, and let's get it straight. I don't care if you get married, if you date, if you fuck. I don't. But if you continue to go around the house and say things about me that just aren't true, like, I mean, come on. And this is my boyfriend's best friend. So whoever he ends up with, I automatically like that girl because I know I will have to hang out with her. And Austin's like, <laughs> and Austin. whoa, best friend. Since when? What about me? What about me? And Jess goes, whoa. Whoa, this is like my fantasy. Everyone is coming at me. Okay, I understand Rachel's thing, and I would love to honestly... Hold on. I'm going to talk about this after my fourth shower for the day. (laughs) I want to be in a house of mirrors with Corey, and then all the mirrors come on me. So... I understand Rachel's thing, and I would love to honestly talk personally with her about that as well. Um, and Rachel goes, yeah, and I want to be – I just want you to be more self-aware because you expect everyone else to be just like you. And Jess goes, well, it's just hard when everyone's sitting here are not as hot as me and like, you know, and it just feels like a really unattractive audience. It's like, you know, when they say about public speaking, just imagine everyone in their underwear. I did, and I was repulsed. <laughs> I mean, think about it, you guys. What would it be for you to, like, sit here and be attacked by a room full of garden gnomes? It's not easy. Yeah, it's like Travelocity auditions in here. (laughs) And Corey's like, that's a fair point. I think there's a lot of miscommunication between the bushes. (laughs) Whatever the fuck that means. 
<laughs> Paige goes, Jess, I like you. Other than licking your ass, I don't know what else I have to do to prove to you that I like you, okay? It's like, well, the way you have to prove to her that you don't that you don't like her is you have to ignore her. And that you do like her is that you have to ignore her, and then she's gonna want all of your attention. So then, then Austin goes, I don't know why. Austin goes, God! Shut up, Austin. He covers his face. <laughs> and Kyle's like, yeah, you're great. You're great. And Rachel's crying now. And she's like, oh my God, now it's like just about her. Like, now it's about her. And she's like, she tells us, why can't I have like one minute to talk about my feelings? Like, I'm not looking for an excuse or an apology, but like maybe a little more empathy and compassion. Like, just a little bit. Okay. Well, you only get one minute because Amanda was just using you as an on-ramp for her prosecution because <laughs> Amanda's pissed about Jess being mad at everyone. That's what Amanda doesn't give a shit about what Rachel is going through. She just needed her to like pivot the conversation that way. Yeah, you were just the icebreaker in this whole thing. Also, what are you looking for an apology from Jess for? You know what I mean? You yeah. can't pick roses in an M&M bag. You know what? You're in the wrong store, ma'am. <laughs> It's an old saying. It's been around a long time. Can't pick roses in an M and M bag. <laughs> but now, what if you wrap the M M&M and M bag around your hand because it's like a share size, and then you use that to pick the roses? You could do that, you know. And then, you Probably know, there you good. go. You're you're proving that maybe Protected. Jess could change. Mm-hmm. So Paige goes, "You can like get any guy you want, okay? So if he doesn't fuck with you outside this house, then fuck him." It's meaning that, like, if if Corey is like the fuck boy that we all expect him to be like, whatever, like you have self have some self worth. Cause you can get any guys like, don't worry about it. Yeah. I understand like, youthful lingo. Ben. just when you, when no, you no, no. grandmother. No, I was saying, because the way I said it, I said, so if he doesn't fuck with, I felt like I said it in a way that I didn't say it in the way that Paige said it. So it sounded like I was saying something. I wasn't explaining to you. I You're was like grandma. I yes. was clarifying what I said. Another Because I said in the wrong tone. Another neighbor got murdered. Yes, she does just happen to live in Cabot Cove. Don't no, worry, I, I'm sure she'll figure it out, Grandma. <laughs> because I recited, I recited her line, like saying, oh, so if he doesn't fuck with fuck with you like if he doesn't mess or like it doesn't like play mind games with you well that is I, like some slang really, that changed right when people are like right. oh yeah no, i don't fuck, fuck with, with that then fuck with you used to be like don't fuck with me and now yeah it has changed a little, you know the yeah world. so i had I, I had the wrong intonation and i was trying i was just you know what i was oh, trying hon, i'm just to you. I, I was trying to to patch the holes in the boat while it was sinking okay <laughs> Trying to patch the well, holes we're in my both M&M wrapper now, before the okay? thorns and the rose got me. <laughs> we're both water bloated now, just floating along the opening credits of our new film. We're just two Titanic. dead, <laughs> bloated guys. Um, so Paige is like, well, yeah, okay, I'm not going to read that line again because, wow, look what it just cost. Austin's like, guys, guys, you're gassing her up. Now what? We're talking about sling. Gassing her up, meaning like getting her either making her very gassy, (laughs) indigestion from stress, or uh, just like trying to get her into a tizzy. Okay. And, and Austin's like, she's trying to tell you how she feels about what she said, about what like she said. And Paige is like, you know what? You're talking, you're talking to talk to me about how someone treats girls. Please, Eddie. He's like, God. 
And Rachel's like, guys, I'm sorry. I'm just having a moment. And I really don't want to make it about me, which is why I just stood up crying and announced that I'm having a moment. So I'm going to just go over here if the camera crew and anybody who actually has some support would like to follow me. <laughs> no? Okay. She's like, I like, I love when people say, wow, I only got to have one minute to say what I want to say. And then they say, guys, I don't want to make it about me. I'm like, well, which one is it? No. So now Paige is mad at Austin, of course. And Austin is doing his usual thing, which is saying things like, this is unbelievable. Oh, unbe- unbelievable. <laughs> and Paige is like, Craig, could you have a uh, look out for your best friend? Because um, I'm trying to look out for my friend. So that would be great. And Craig's like, this isn't about him right now. It's not about him right now. She's like, yeah, well, he's coming at me. And Austin's like, on. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! And she's like, yeah, it is unbelievable. Because you're saying the girls aren't paying attention to her. And Austin's like, yeah, well, she's crying. Since when do you care? You've made everybody on this show cry. Yeah, exactly. Austin's going to be... Uh, you know what? You know what? I, who I really feel bad for? People sitting on airplanes around Austin once he's, like, hit 60. Because I think, like, one, like you sort of hit, like, a certain age and... um you start muttering things on airplanes in a way that's like, like you try to turn on the air vent and uh, it doesn't like turn on as quickly as you want it. And so you, <laughs> you say stupid, stupid. stupid. Yeah. So when Austin's doing it, he's going to be horrific on that airplane. It's unbelievable. This air vent. <laughs> Ridiculous. People are just going to have random little bits of spit bubbles on them. Like where'd this come from? It's the guy <laughs> opening the air vent. <laughs> Bullshit. 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 Cursing at simple things. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. So Paige is like, yeah, well, we're finishing a whole separate conversation over here, so sorry. But (laughs) Paige is like, who cares if she's crying? We're trying to uh, get mad about something else, okay? And so Amanda goes to the kitchen with Rachel, and Austin's like, once again, it's all about Jess. All of it's about Jess. So in the kitchen, Amanda's like, you don't have to listen to that, and you don't have to be a part of that. That has nothing to do with you, and you should not have to deal with that yeah we were all sitting here right now talking about how you feel and all she has to say is i'm sorry that you feel that way so basically amanda's trying to keep rachel mad at at jess and so rachel's like yeah i mean i started this conversation because i never voice how i feel which and then amanda goes and basically hugs her to make her quiet like i don't actually want to hear how you feel I just need you to be mad at Jess right now. Okay, here comes a hug. <laughs> so back at the table, Craig's like, uh, maybe the men should leave and let the girls talk. And Austin's like, because if a man speaks, bury them in the group. It's only okay to be racist against white males. White heterosexual males. I'm leaving. He's definitely that person who says that. Yeah. The most discriminated people in America right now are straight white men. <laughs> You know he says that. You know he does. Where's my scholarship? <laughs> uh, affirmative inaction for Austin. <laughs> so <laughs> what's the opposite of affirmative? That whatever that, that was perfect. Does. No, don't change it. That was perfect. <laughs> so I was just like marinating in it. I was like, God, that felt good. So then um, 
And Craig, uh, so Craig's like, all right, all right, let's go, Austin, because he knows Austin's about to go on, like, a, a red pill tour. And so Sierra's like, oh, to be insecure and white and tall, which is <laughs> which is so funny, true. but also, like, you know, again, you slept with him. So, uh, well, not saying that from a slut-shaming place, but I'm saying, like, an Austin the, the allure, <laughs> it was an Austin-shaming place. The allure of Austin is, unfortunately, that power that Sierra noted it's right. unfortunately way too potent. <laughs> so Corey's like, of course, what, is, what does Corey always say to Jess? <sighs> you good? And she, <laughs> oi, she's oi, just like, oi. I'm not looking at you, and I'm going to cry hotly just so everyone at this table can see what it looks like when a hot girl does it. <laughs> so now um, uh, Paige is like, now Paige is mad. She's like, he's going to tell me how to talk to another woman. That's how I talk to another woman. Like, why don't you look into the damn mirror? Okay. So then um, uh, Jess comes into the kitchen to where Rachel's crying. She's like, can I just apologize? And Rachel's like, not tonight. Not tonight. And Jess tells us, I don't feel like I deserve the heat that everyone's giving me. But I should have assumed because I felt too much time not getting to know the girls. I spent too much time not getting to know the girls. And then, like, they went out wine tasting and I was with the boys. And that's just a recipe for them to talk shit about me because they're jealous and don't have a metaverse house. Um, also, it's all the stuff you didn't say, Demi. And so yeah. Amanda's like, I don't think she's going to be receptive to it right now. Maybe we should just give her time. Yeah, I know it takes like a lot longer for like not hot people to get over things. So please take your time, okay? Um, by the way, do you guys think Corey likes me? Because I do. We're getting married. <laughs> so then the guys are outside and... Um, Craig's like, well said, man, to Austin. <laughs> Austin's like, I just saw, I saw, I saw she was crying. I mean, she was crying. She was literally crying. <laughs> He's a lunatic. So, um, uh, so Corey's like, you know, I understand exactly where she's coming from. She feels like everyone's projecting their relationship of their past experiences onto Jess. And then Jason's like, well, what are you expecting out of this house? Does it involve hot dog salad? Because I can help you, bro. I can help you. <laughs> so then Paige, Sierra, and Jess are at the dinner table. And Jess is, like, swiping her phone and stuff. And Paige is like, I cannot believe Austin would feel comfortable enough to chime in and call us assholes. Austin. Austin, can you believe that? And Sierra's like, well, you sat at the head of the table for a reason, Austin. Because you're, like, number one asshole who needs all the manners. And Mr. I'll, oh, Mr. I'll be with a simple bitch because it makes me feel like a man. I'm like, okay, you know what? Why are you coming after this other girl? This other girl didn't do this. Olivia? Olivia. <laughs> Watch your words, Ronnie, because you might find yourself defending Olivia in all this, and I don't feel like you want. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I am defending her. What does she do? Like, Olivia don't come nothing. for the woman. Come for Austin. You know, stop much like, changing yeah, it much to be Olivia's fault. You know, and you're a simple bitch, too, for being with Austin. Okay? Period. No one who's with Austin is not simple. <laughs> yeah. Much like, her, much like her time on Southern Charm, Olivia did nothing. So don't come for her. So then Paige uh, is talking to Corey. Obviously, you're not a bitch. Sorry. I'm just repeating the term. But I would never call Sierra a bitch, okay? But simple. Okay? You dated him, too. So you're in the same boat. Don't come for Olivia. That's well, our job. Look who's explaining with their words now, huh? Oh, well. Because so, then I was like, I just called someone a bitch, and I didn't even mean it. I know. I like try and save that up for when I really mean it now, you know? 
because people yeah. get so mad. I'm like, okay, well then argue about it, you know. But I can't I say that in this case. I feel like I always have to, like, have to be like, guys. When I said bitch there, that was a good joke. Or guys, when I said that, I wasn't <laughs> slut shaming. Guys, I have to like qualify everything because otherwise it's, it's a disaster. So uh, <laughs> we're nice guys. Ryan and I are like such nice guys. We're like nice guys. We're like nice guys. We're like I'm nice not, guys. I'm not. I just, you know, it's like save it for when it's really deserved. Save that bullet. So then, um, yeah. So Paige is like, yeah. So then Jess gets up because she's like kind of <laughs> horrified that these girls, it's like here they are. And now they're like coming after another girl, you know. So she just gets up kind of annoyed. And Paige goes, oh, um, while you're up hot person will you open that door and see what those idiots are saying down there so she just walks over to the window and she just kind of looks down you know how she kind of gets that praying mantis face yeah she just like looks down with her praying mantis face like rubbing her rubbing her hands together it's like are you gonna eat I, my head off or are you just looking for like a pellet what are you I doing call it jessica beale at a supermarket face you know <laughs> so croy is out i mean not croy cory i wrote croy but cory is at um is out uh, talking to the guys. And he's like, you know what? Oi, oi, oi. This is a vacation. Okay. There's no way we're going to go from zero to dating in two weeks. Okay. I'm an artist. I have smiley faces to paint. Okay. And Luke goes, oh, well, you know what? She said that you're dating. Huh? She said you're dating. And Corey's like, what? I mean, we have something, but we're like not even officially dating. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and Craig goes, oh, my God, she's in the window. And Jess is just up there, like, tilting her head really quickly, like, with her praying mantis. <laughs> and uh, she's like, Corey, will you come here? I'm, like, so over this. So then Austin's like, okay, okay, okay. We're going to do that hammer nail game again. But now we're going to, like, hammer nail, and we're going to say what we're annoyed with. Okay? Discrimination against white men. Boom, did it. Next. <laughs> Jason's like, say a name who's annoying you. So Jason goes, Jessica. And Luke's like, Jessica. Oh, wait, can I change that to oak trees? Because oak trees don't have maple syrup in them. So annoying. And Austin's like, yeah. Because fucking Jess, you know, yelling at me for being a man one more time. And he hits the nail and misses. So then Jess and Corey, Jess is like, Oh my God, I'm like in a psych-ass psych ward. These crazy people make me feel like I'm the ugly duckling and Rachel fits in, but I'm the ugly, ugly duckling. Bitch, I'm the hottest one here. Seriously, I felt for you for two seconds tonight. Same. I actually did. I actually felt bad for Jess for, for a moment because she was getting like a pile on because believe it or not, when she said that, that comment, like it was totally tone deaf and I totally understand why Rachel was like really upset and how it would trigger all sorts of things but i also unfortunately i did sort of understand what jess was trying to say that she didn't say very well at all and so i, I for a mo i had a shred where I, of time where i thought i kind of feel bad for jess right now because she's getting it from all sides people are they really do like to pile on and then she says this thing i was like oh never mind <laughs> i really thought uh, she was not saying you're homely. I really didn't think she was saying that. I just thought she was saying like, sure, you know, like I'm hot, like, but you know, you're hot just, too. You're just also smart or something like that. But no, nope, I thought she, she was saying, saying yeah, people she don't take me seriously. <laughs> she is saying that, and on top of that, she's kind of misinterpreting ugly duckling. She's like, oh, like, oh, I'm the ugly duckling, but she fits it. It's like, mm, you know, the ugly duckling is not like a beauty contest allegory. It's like literally just someone who just hasn't reached their full potential yet, you know? Oh, well, they're like, still ugly. 
Well, they're not ugly. They just are unappreciated. And ugly, because they're ugly. That's why they're not appreciated. Well, th- no, it's because they didn't, they thought, they well, it's, they, they are unappreciated because they're, they're not a duck. And everyone was like, you're a duck, you're a duck. And they're not a duck. <laughs> so they're not yeah. ugly. They're, a they're just different. They're Who's ugly? They're different. They're, they're ugly. Di- <laughs> they're differently birded. ugly duckling. It's ugly, they're, you know? Well, I would never say it to the duckling's face, but the whole point is it's ugly. That's it. You're ugly, okay? U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi. I guarantee those you ducks ugly. are very you homely. Ugly. I guarantee the ducks are the homely ones, and they are actually jealous. They're just jealous of the swan. See, now I'm talking like Jess. No, the swan is the one that shouldn't be jealous, and the swan is the one who's jealous. You know, that's the thing. Um, so then... Um, but the she, point is that it's not a duckling. It's a, it's a little baby swan. So it can't be it can't be evaluated on duck standards. <laughs> oh my god, it's ugly. Okay, that's the standards. That's the standards I'm evaluating it on. And you know, you know, that's okay. I'm not saying it's bad, and we should make fun of the ugly duckling. I'm just this just all goes back to the beginning of the conversation. The point is, the duckling is ugly. Well, I feel like that's like if you go up to like a girl and be like, "That is an ugly boy." It's like, well, why are you? What? It doesn't make sense. Why would you like do that? The girl is a swan. <laughs> It's a swan. I'm I'm in defense of the ugly. I'm in defense of the ugly duckling. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you know, I don't want to attack the ugly duckling, so I'm good. I'm just going to edit this all out later, anyway. So then, um, no, you keep this in. This is true. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Carl's going to ask you about in your next stream. So, I uh, hear you've been pondering the ugly duckling, the old ugly duckling story. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just have something swans. to say about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, duckling's ugly. <laughs> Period. That's just all it is. Hey, uh, hey uh, the ugly duckling and I, we're going to wake up at 7.30 and go for a jog if you're interested. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of boring now. <laughs> so Jess and Corey um, are still in their room, and Corey is like, just get me out of here. You know, because she is so fucking annoying at this point. Everybody hates her, and rightfully so. And she's just proven why they should all hate her. And so she's like, want to watch some porn? And yeah. turns out the light. And who's going to say no to that, right? So he, like, settles in. And Greg calls him and is like, hey, Corey, come out on the deck. And he's like, all right, I'm coming out with the boys. Ooh, 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 oi, oi, oi. Light a light, light a light. <laughs> and Jess is like, how dare you throw in a light a light in there? <laughs> <laughs> And Jess is like, <laughs> just like, no, you're not. You're not going out. I'm literally having such a hard time. Why can't you tell them you're staying in with me? He's like, I promise I'll come out in 10 minutes. I promise. I promise. So it's like 12, 12 a.m. So he, he goes outside. And the guys start, I guess, throwing rocks or snow at the girl's window. All of a sudden, it becomes like a 1950s <laughs> movie. Or it's like Animal House where the guys sneak into the sorority house or something. They're throwing snow at the window and the girls go sneak downstairs. They're all like being silly. Like, boys and girls. Boys and girls. Yeah. Um, so they play snowballs. And then Corey comes back to the room like 20 minutes later. And he's like, 10 minutes on the dot. She goes, no, it wasn't. It wasn't just 10 minutes. Ugh. God forbid. She's like, but yeah, but like... In that 20 minutes that you took to be gone, I'm 20 minutes older now. Like, it's 20 minutes past my peak of hotness. I'm never going to be that young again. <laughs> so, now it's the next morning, and uh, it's snowing, which is really good because I was complaining. I was really, like, mad at the weather last week. I was like, this, is, this show is bullshit. It's not even snowing anymore. <laughs> but now it's snowing. And uh, Craig's making eggs. It's Craig and Paige's six-month anniversary. 
and um and people are just waking up and jason's checking on rachel and she's like drained and jason's like so i was i wanted to take you out but all the snow i don't think i'll be able to go out so i was thinking we could do something fun together an activity it's like a surprise she's like one more day of pretending that i like this guy <laughs> oh my god i hope this uh is i hope this activity is making friendship bracelets <laughs> uh so craig and luke uh because craig's making the french toast and he's like i haven't made french toast in years and he's looking up a recipe and looks like well it's just eggs and uh, a little cinnamon bro that's it that's it that's it well then where does the toast come in well you put it on the bread oh all right so he's like every time we see you you're snuggling you're living your best life god i'm happy for you bro and craig tells us i always see myself as the guy from a hallmark christmas movie and i have the girl from that movie and it's snowing outside and her family owns a hotel that she's just found out is going under so i'm gonna teach her that life is about more than money in hotels and then we're gonna fall in love and her hotel's gonna be saved by my idea to put french toast on the menu <laughs> the menu of pillows yeah, I always picture myself as the guy in a Hallmark Christmas movie who understands the value of hard work and he learns things from his child who he has from um, uh, the lady who he was married to, but she died. And then he meets a girl who actually has a career and seems to actually be self-possessed and know what she wants out of life. And I remind her that careers are not for, for ladies and ladies need to be home with guys who chop wood. <laughs> <laughs> also the guy doesn't clean ever he's too rich <laughs> and the guy has a piece of property that he cares way too much about and hasn't updated in 40 years then wonders why no one ever comes to visit too close to the current christmas movie we're gonna be no, every, literally every year i feel like Every Christmas movie I've ever seen on Hallmark, there's always some guy, and there's always some house that's about to be lost forever. It's going to be taken to the bankers. And it's always some shabby-ass house. They're like, oh, if only we had enough money to keep it open or so we to save it or it's going to be foreclosed on or whatever. It's like, it's like well, well, sweep it. shit box your teeth. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get a dustbuster. <laughs> You can still sweep. That's free, <laughs> sir. So uh, Sierra, Amanda, and Rachel. Sierra's like, so how do you feel about last night? And Rachel's like, I just feel bad. I mean, she's probably feeling awful. And that really wasn't the point of last night. Um, and then Corey brings uh, <laughs> coffee to Jess. And she's like, "Um, yes, of course I'll marry you, stupid. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to put a <laughs> ring on your bedside table, right? Not your finger, honey. Yeah, that's a that's actually a mug handle, not a wedding ring. So <laughs> she's like, "Oh my god, it's beautiful! Fingers. Oh, it's hot!" <laughs> you got to put all the fingers in there, not just your ring finger, to hold up that mug, honey. So um, Craig brings his burnt ass French toast to Paige, and he's like, "I made you some French toast," and she goes, "Oh." He's like, "How is it?" Um. Well, so it's burned. So congratulations <laughs> on not being on Hallmark. Congratulations on making some uh, off-brand VH1 holiday movie, I suppose. I don't know, VH1, ESPN. Is this an ESPN holiday movie? God. Yeah, congratulations on your Hallmark movie being moved over to the Candace Cameron Network, okay? <laughs> Obviously, there are no gays on this network to teach you how to make proper French toast. <laughs> Wow, I feel like this holiday movie was released on TNT. They know drama and clearly not French toast. 
I'm sorry, does somebody ask for TNA? No, TNT, stupid. Get out of here. Okay. You know where I am. Get out of here, Jess. She's like covered in coffee. <laughs> just, just came in to get a towel anyway. So Craig is like, I just thought it would be nice to let you know I'm thinking about you. And um, I was thinking that um, if you have a month or two free, you should come down to Charleston. Which, by the way, that is the statement of someone who really doesn't work in their life. To just go up to someone and say, if you have a month or two free, just move down to a different part of the country. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got a month. I've got a month free starting tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, month or two. You know what? Actually, I've got six weeks, but then I just have a party and then I've got another, you know, four. So let's do this. Yeah. So Paige is like, oh, um, uh, okay. Um, well, uh, I guess I can wear florals for like a little bit. Um, yeah, I could do May and June. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's going to do it for like a test, a test run. So then Sierra comes in. <laughs> To the kitchen, and Luke's there, and she goes, um, hey, what are you doing with those cookies? And he's like, I don't know, cooking them? Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm thinking of starting a fire down by the lake, singing some coyote, tapping some trees, etc., etc. <laughs> cool. Um, well, good luck making co cookies. You're like a real, you're like the cookie monster, because the cookie monster loves cookies, and you're going to be making cookies what I'm trying to say is cookies are it's like, okay, Sierra, listen, I hate to break it to you. You've been off your game all day. I get it. They added an episode, you know, no one was really prepared for it. The trees are out there crying because they know I have an extra day to tap their love. Okay. We're, we're all hurting here. So Kyle and Amanda are packing to go. And Kyle's like, it's been really fun unplugging because like all I do here is ski and party. And I was like, oh, my God, we we need another Kyle How Hard I Work monologue. So here it is. He's like, I've been working endless days and endless nights. And for the first time in my relationship with Amanda, I've been able to relax from working, which I love. And I do every second of the day. And much more than Amanda does. So then... um. Corey's like all packed. Okay, Jess, by the way, look for the signs. If the guy that you think you're in a, uh, a long-term relationship with is already packed up and just yearning to get out of the house, it's a red flag. He wants to get away from you. <laughs> when the guy you love is standing outside the window pointing to things to throw into the suitcase because he doesn't even want to come back in the house before his Uber arrives. <laughs> It's not going well. So then we go to Austin and Craig. And Austin's like, I will tell you what I don't want to do, Craig. What I don't want to do is to chat with Sierra. I haven't spoken to her. I, I mean, listen, I've been cool. But I guess if you're not able to, like, compartmentalize things, you know what I mean? Not really. You're an asshole. She doesn't like you. You tried to fuck with her. And she stops you dead in your tracks. No one needs a scene here. Especially yeah. her. She does not. How about you compartmentalize your tongue in your mouth? <laughs> So now Corey is like, um, so guys, uh, I know dinner didn't go as planned, but it's Jess's birthday party tonight. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to print out a picture of my face and tape it to the chair. And can you just act like the chair is really me because I'm going to get into an Uber right now. <laughs> um, so Amanda's like, yeah, it's really hard living in this house because we get like into alcohol fuel fueled fights and then we kind of like calmed down and we moved past it but let me tell you there is no way i'm not celebrating jess's birthday <laughs> what i think here's our theme we should all just arrive wearing paper bags over our head 
<laughs> and compliment her a lot. Happy slut day to the slut. Mm-hmm. Happy slut day to the slut. What? I'm celebrating her. <laughs> so so then now Luke is just dragging wood through the backyard and he's like, oh, I've had so much fun this year. I love the little ending lines that everybody gets because <laughs> I had so much fun this year. I was able to make maple syrup for everyone again, which I don't think anyone ever really gave a fuck about. You know, <laughs> and then we just see him standing with Austin going, whoa, they taped their maple. They tapped their ma- maple trees here, huh? And Austin going, uh, I don't know. And then people just passing going, oh, <laughs> uh, I love that. This is his two season arc is continuing to make maple syrup. He's found maple syrup. Syrup. So uh, then uh, everyone's going outside because it's snowing and everything. And Jason's like, hey, Rachel. Uh, here, here's the activity. Isn't that sexy that we're doing an activity? So here, uh, it's the living room and there's greenery on stuff. Cool. Right. So now they're just like sitting there making paintings and Rachel's like, this is so sweet. It makes me feel desired. And I, and then she goes, I think Jason and I are going to have some sort of connection no matter what happens, which is her (laughs) code of saying, I telling you guys i'm not sexually attracted to this man he is in the friend zone how much clearer can i make it no i just no matter what happens as if there's some opening for them to be fucking yeah she's basically like casting please work on this before summer house starts taping thanks (laughs) so she's like do you paint and he goes it's been about 25 years she's like no one ever does this for me i mean like um I studied art, but I don't really paint. What's your ideal date night, Jason? And he's like, you're looking at it. It's like, really painting that you haven't done in 25 years, Jason? Really? Are you excited yeah, to go it's... home? Are you going to drive me back? I'm excited to see my cat. You should meet my cat. Also, because you need to carry my bags. It's like, this poor guy. <laughs> he, You know, Jason's always going to be the sort of person who will carry my bags, no matter what happens. I cannot wait to get you back to my apartment. So you could drop off my bags and say hi to my cat. Okay, this was fun. I painted flowers. I can't wait to rip those clothes off of you. And hopefully you have another layer on underneath because I'm not interested in seeing you naked. I just don't like your outer layer. (laughs) So then Luke and Austin are by the fire. And Luke's like, so did you talk to Sierra? Seems like she's in a pretty good mood today. You know, she asked me what I was going to do with cookie batter. So, you know, that's, that's a good step. Yeah, she's really feeling good about her comedy today, which is ironic because it's the worst it's ever been. But she feels great about it. So go give it a try. Okay, go talk to her. And Austin's like, oh, it feels like we're breaking up. So Jason thinks everybody is in love with him. It's hilarious. He probably like gets the check at a restaurant. And he's like, how am I going to tell this waitress that I'm leaving? I just don't think it's working. She comes back to the table. He's like, I really want to see you again. All right, we'll come back now, you hear? God, she's obsessed with me. <laughs> so uh, then Jason and Rachel show each other their paintings. And he's like, look, here's my fo- here's my picture of you. It's you swinging from vines. But I turned you into a flower. It's a flower version of you. But in, on a vine, it's a flower on a plant. What do you think? She's like, great. Great. Thanks so much. Here's Here's something I painted. Someone I would rather date. It's just a stick figure. <laughs> it's just a big sign that says anyone. <laughs> it's just arrows pointing in every direction except for Jason. So he's like, yeah, I just made a flower out of you. 
Wanna fuck? And she's like, um, yeah, you know what? I say we just like go play in the snow, but I'm only gonna be wearing a white jumpsuit so I can get lost very easily out there. So be sure to keep an eye on me. They haven't lost this cast yet. I think, I, I think we, we've all adjusted our eyes. <laughs> so then Rachel, they're out, out in the snow. So Rachel pulls Jess aside. She goes, I just want you to know I'm not mad. I know you're a good person. You're just very, very stupid. Huh, thanks. I know. I'm like, and I don't want to be like, I don't feel like I said that. Cause I know that that's something I said was very offensive to you. That's what, you know, Ugly people usually take offense to a lot of things. That's what I've noticed. And I apologize. And I want you to know, I love you genuinely in the way that only a super hot, not ugly duckling could love something that doesn't fit in with the ducks. (laughs) Genuinely. And Rachel's like, oh my God, hugs. So then Amanda, Sierra, um, cake baking with Rachel. So Sierra's like, so Jess is turning 35 and uh, 25 and entering her quarter life crisis, guys. And Amanda's like, yeah, so I thought it would be fun to have a stages of life party. Like, you can be at any stage in life, but it also just happens to be Jess's birthday. So we're just going to figure out how to work that in. I just don't really know how we're going to work in, like, stages of life to a monumental birthday. (laughs) Yeah. How does one do that? How does one weave together the theme of moving, being another year older in life with the theme of times in your life i don't know <laughs> don't know it's gonna be a challenge uh, so jess is on the phone with her sister amber and um i i think if you look at the facetime really closely closely you could just see that the way she's entered in her phone is ugly <laughs> so um <laughs> jess is like hey ugly we went snow biking it was like i was ripping it honey and Corey comes in and he's like uh hey and then he sees she's on the phone and he backs up and yeah. uh, she's like, why do you leave when I'm on FaceTime? And he, <laughs> Because he doesn't want your family after his ass. That's why. He doesn't want your family to think that you guys are anything closer than what you are. That's why. And so then she's like, I really like him. Like, I just want to eat him up. I just want to eat him all up. And like, look, I like him so much. Like, it's kind of like, and then she points at her ring finger, like, I could see myself marrying him. That's what she tells her sister. Yeah, and her sister's like, oh my God, hey, did you spill coffee on your shirt? <laughs> so and Cor- was it a latte? Because I'm also seeing some white stuff too. Oh, well, that was, I won't say what that was. And then basically Paige gets revenge for her because Corey is blowing up a balloon and Paige just comes in and stabs it and pops it. <laughs> it's like, well, see, that's exactly what you're doing to Jess, sir. So then um, everyone gets ready for the party. And this is another Vanderpump Rules ripoff party when they were like, we're going to show up to that bachelor party as old people. Oh, God, I pushed that out of my mind. Yeah, uh, this is a Sandoval special, this one. Yeah, but, it's, but there are different ages. So Jason is a toddler. And then Luke is an old man, and then Amanda and Kyle are old people. Paige, like, um, Amanda, as an old lady, she basically just dresses like um, Vicky Lawrence in Mama's Family, right? I was like, okay, was not expecting that. I mean, I would have rather just a Mama's Family theme party. That would have been, I think this is actually the cast that could pull that off. <laughs> the Mama's Party. <laughs> I love that Someone Mama's House. A mama's family. Sorry. I started yeah. thinking about it. I was like, God, that was a good show. Remember when Betty White was so mean in it? It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I could really see Paige as Naomi, you know? She kept like a shoulder big. No, she's, no she's too stiff to be Naomi. She, Naomi is more like a Jess type, right? 
actually, yeah, she'd really be more like if Lindsay were still on it. But then Lindsay, of course, is really she's the old lady of the group. So maybe no. Oh, you know who actually? You know who Paige is? Paige is um, what's the face? The who's the older lady with the black hair? Oh, um, I don't remember. <laughs> I feel like we're on, I feel like we're on the wrong path. Bubba, Bubba and Naomi is the only yeah, name Bubba, that I remember. Bubba, Naomi, and Mama, Mama, now Mama. Mama. And then there's like Mama's sister. I think that was the other woman who's always up in people's business. Oh God! Now I have to find out Mama family. Okay, now we're gonna look it up. Cast. Okay, Ma- Mama's family cast: Vicky Lawrence, Dorothy Lyman, Ken Berry. That was Vinton, and Bubba was Alan Kayser. Beverly Archer, Carol Burnett, duh, how could we Iola. not mention old Carol Burnett? Karen Argode was Sonia Harper. God, I'm gonna I'm gonna look Rue McClanahan. Okay, so it's not a great uh, show. I have to be honest. I, you I shut up. You to... shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> it was good for, for what when we were younger. It was like heaven, but seeing it when you're older, it's not amazing. Okay, I'll keep it in the back pocket. So they're getting ready for the party now, <laughs> and uh, everybody's super wacky, and Paige is Craig. Paige is pregnant. That actually makes sense. Paige is pregnant. And Craig is like, I actually have a friend named Freg, and he's got this pregnant fetish. <laughs> and, like, I've never gotten it before tonight, but, like, I'm really attracted to Paige with our baby in her belly. I guess that's why every time he comes to my store, he puts a pillow on his girlfriend's shirt. Now, so- do you think that they broke up? Because that's the rumor. Because supposedly, you know what? Before I even say this, I should look them up on the Instagram so they're like, oh, my God, there's not any pictures of Craig on her Instagram. And I think that he deleted pictures of her on his Instagram. Paige DeSorbo. Let me go over and look at old Also, old is, pages. is Craig's friend with a pregnancy fetish, is that just Marcy's husband? <laughs> uh, Probably, I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm Marcy. I'm pregnant. <laughs> I don't see Craig on her Instagram, but I don't know if he was on there before. You know, so I don't know. And every time I repeat an Instagram rumor, I'm wrong. But anyway, if anyone's curious, I have no information for you. Thanks for stopping by. Wow. Well, uh, what was that? What was that rumor that you started by accident? Oh, you said that Levin Lamar had divorced. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how many celebrities we've killed on this show? I said Tim Curry was dead. You said Piper Laurie was dead. Piper Laurie is not dead. I did. I'm sorry. Piper Laurie is very much alive. Yeah, and you know what? That's fine. It's like a simple mistake, but people probably tweet at these people like, are you dead? Or like, RIP Piper Laurie. (laughs) Piper Laurie's like, fuck (laughs) off. Can a woman ever like live a roll down? My God. Okay, so then (laughs) Kyle and Amanda are like being wacky and really playing it up, you know? And Austin's just dressed like, he's just put on a mullet. You know, and the caption says, Joe Dirt, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to give like a, like a page to sort of, yeah, to that. I just, I clearly it deserved was it. Piper. I was like, yeah, Piper Laurie's. It deserved age. it. We're at the, we're at the point in the show where it n- literally it's out of steam. Now, can we have <laughs> can we have old person winter house instead? Can we have like pipe literally Piper Laurie and Vicky Lawrence in here instead of please. these people? I think <laughs> can we please find the woman who played Naomi? Can we just have the Mama's family reunion as Winter House? Yeah, because they're gonna come out. out uh, they announced a while ago that they're gonna come out with an older version of The Bachelor. 
which I cannot wait for. I'm going to totally watch that. I think they should start doing that with all the shows because their audience, a lot of them are our age. And like my age, I'm older than you. So like a lot of us are getting to be up there. You know, I need some old people shows. Um, and you know, they'll still be a bunch of messy alcoholics sleeping around all the time. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I won't feel as bad making fun of them because I won't feel like I'm their mother's age or whatever. Okay, point you is... You know, I had um, uh, in uh, around the year 2003 or four when I was working in, in the industry and development, I wanted to pitch a reality show. I wrote up a whole document to go like pitch it and everything. And it was uh, basically um, you tell a bunch of like young Twenty twenty-one year old girls, like, hey, you're going to go on spring break, and then when they arrive in their spring break house, they're sharing it with a whole bunch of older ladies. And I thought that would just be the best reality show ever. And everyone's like, hmm, but what's the point of it? I don't really. What's the arc? And I was like, it's young ladies with old ladies. <laughs> like, what they do you not get about other. this? Like, what's the this arc is... of the sisterhood of the traveling pants? Same thing. The I pants know. are just all different, you know, sizes. Some are polyester with some stretch. Okay? Let's get this moving. It's like, do you not want to see B. Arthur sharing the same space with, like, a Snooky for crying out loud? Uh, yeah. No one seemed to get it. But that's what I would like to see out of Winter House. I would like you should have saved that and told me that off the air, and we could have gone to sell it because that shit's amazing. Well, we still so, can. If anyone steals it, then it, it was this is the cop. This counts as copyright, right? Yeah, here. TM. So then <laughs> um, they're they're all getting they're all coming down to the party now, and Jess is um, wait. Why does in she love. say this right now? Yeah, she's in love. Because why does she say? <laughs> Jess is hot. Oh, so they're having dinner. I skipped a section. So they're having dinner, and Kyle's like, Grandma, stop eating off the dinner table. She's like, I'm hungry. Jessica, for your dinner, we made you your favorite dish, salmon on salad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if that does not summarize Jess's personality, there, I mean, for crying out loud. Not that... (laughs) Salmon... I get that it's your favorite dish. It's just like, oh, it's it's your favorite thing on your birthday. Finger Salmon salad. Yeah, I mean, look, salmon's delicious. Salad's delicious. Salmon on salad can be delicious, too. But as, like, your favorite birthday thing, I'm just so sad for her. That's the saddest thing that has come out of this season. So, um, Abe is like, all right, let's go around and say our favorite parts of the trip. I love spending two weeks with Craig. And Amanda's like, yeah, I really liked being with my man because he was, like, so happy this year. And Jess is like, yeah, me too. Like, um, I really enjoyed meeting Corey and having a connection and getting to know Corey. You know, it's like when there's one pers- hot person, it's like a gift to you guys. But when there's a two two hot people that are in love with each other. It's like a gift to the world, you guys. And Corey's like, my favorite part, I think, is the second day when we were ripping it down the hill. And it's just like, dun, 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 dun. And everyone starts looking down awkwardly. And it's a really long pause. And Corey just goes, yeah, good time. Uh, I think it was just, uh, we bonded. So, yep, just happy to be here. Ronnie? I have to I have to interrupt this very fascinating salmon salad oriented scene to have breaking news a celebrity did not die. I think we were just nominated for an iHeartRadio uh, award. Oh, that's cool. Well, we should Isn't embrace so- this episode then. 
<laughs> Everyone's going to oh, let's see. Oh, okay. Hello, judging panel. Uh, let's the, the episode we have to evaluate is this one. Okay, so they're talking about uh, salmon salad and the ugly duckling. Great. Okay, well, we have to reevaluate our process. Oh, that's so cool. Thanks, iHeart. so cool. We've never been nominated for yeah, way, we've never been nominated for anything. Even none of my friends have even nominated me, like in a in a friendly sense. They're always like, "Yeah, you're like one of the podcasts that like I'm subscribed to." Um, Wait, so what? anyway, we are in like an article. Ben, <laughs> Sorry, we are working. Okay. So Sorry. Jess is like, um, the fact that I'm not bitching that it's not all about me it says a lot okay that says a lot <laughs> i know <laughs> and he goes listen i want to fucking eat your pussy and she's like oh my god thanks okay <laughs> all is restored uh, so then um so now austin pulls sierra he's like sierra i want to talk so she's like "Ugh, i predicted this would happen it's page three of his playbook this chapter is apologize for all my bullshit constantly and then chapter four is like see chapter three and it's part of the book called austin apologizes yeah because he apologizes a lot for stuff he does books have chapters in um it's like okay thanks sierra and um austin's like the other night i know you think i was coming at you like like hypocrisy or whatever but i was being like i was just like trying to be funny with you no you weren't okay this is not owning it sir like oh it's just being funny and you couldn't take the joke and she's like listen like whatever your rationale is a rationale is for you getting upset it's just like look we're coming off to summer you wanting to bring a girl into the house i felt like it has nothing to do with me having sex before i came to the house i mean you asked a question in a game and i answered and he's like yeah well i didn't know like what storyline we were going to be having and you know like it's like tough you know like what's flirty and what's just being friends you know what i mean uh well the two weeks have not been worth you trying to come at me every opportunity that you get it's like no not i'm trying to come in you not at you uh see this is the missing prepositions are so important look i hear you but i just want you to know like what I just want to know what you need from me in order to have a friendship and relationship because it's important to me. <laughs> and she's like, um, yeah, so I don't want that kind of friendship. I'm not going to tolerate you talking to me in that tone and like lashing out at me every time because I don't do that to you. And I'm not that type of friend to you. You know what type of friend I am to you? A good friend. Cause like, that's what good friends, like, I'm a, I'm a really good friend. Okay. Like that's, I'm such a good friend that people say, like, congrats, you got the iHeartRadio nomination for good friends. Burn. <laughs> I'm a friendly duckling because ducklings hang out together and are friendly. Okay? <laughs> and uh, he's like, okay, well, like, bye. And so he just leaves without his nice big scene to end it. And I loved it. Yeah. I loved that I she gave so it happy. to us. So well done, ma'am. Well done. So then Jess is talking to the girls. Almost died right there, by the way. I was like, oh, my God. Did I swallow a fingernail? I didn't. I'm fine. Um, Jess is talking to the girls, and she's like, do you know what I want for my birthday? Um, a brain? <laughs> no. What am I going to do with that? I want Corey to ask me to be his girlfriend. I knew it! Nuh-uh. You said brain. Well, that brain was actually second on my list. I was just ballsy enough to say it out loud. <laughs> so Jess is like, and Paige is like, I knew you were upset at dinner. I just could feel it that he didn't mention you in like your like that rose and thorn game and just like yeah i was and he didn't say anything about me oh my god it was 
crazy. And the way his just his head just bobbled and flowed back and forth. And sometimes he'd look at me, but sometimes he'd be looking around the room. I'm um, Jess. I hate to break it to you. That was just a balloon with his face on it. Oh. <laughs> so Corey brings her a milkshake and it's this huge milkshake with tons of chocolate syrup. And I was like, oh, no. This is That's the breakup talk. That is terrible. Not only are you bringing her something, you're bringing her something that's going to make, like in her mind, like that's going to make me fat, you know? So mm-hmm. she goes down fully drinking this thing confidently because she's like, um, I've got Corey now. So who cares? I'm totally drinking half a milkshake. Yeah. By the way, it looked like an amazing milkshake. I was like, where did, what? Where did this beautiful drink come from? Can I have one too? So Corey's like, so uh, you enjoying your birthday so far? <laughs> oi, oi, oi. And she's like, Paige was like, are you mad that Corey didn't mention you, that he was grateful for you? And I was like, uh, and Corey goes, which of course oh, is oh. a lie. Nobody said that. But go yeah. ahead, Ben. And Corey's like, were you salty about that? <laughs> were you like a crazy person who was salty about that? <laughs> and she goes, of course I was salty about it. He goes, look, what I really wanted to say was like, you know, my favorite night was that one night because we the first time we kissed. But, you know, my worst quality is expressing my emotion verbally. I'm a wounded soul. And then they, they cut to that first night, and it was seven days ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, why are we not married yet? And she's like, but, like, I like, the, I like you, you and me leaving here, like, exclusive, you know? And he's like, oh, I've liked you more than I thought I was going to, for sure. And, uh, you know, that's impressive. That's a compliment. You know, and I'm worried about the distance, you know, like, I don't think we can leave here dating. You know, we're like in vacation mode. Okay. And um, the best compliment I can give you is I want to eat your pussy. And the second best is I liked you more than I thought I was going to, for sure. (laughs) So you get it. And she's like, um, why is it so hard for you to say here that we're going to leave here exclusive? And he's like, uh, yeah, no, it's just a little rushed, right? She's Okay. I get it. And he goes, you're, you're giving me a look like you want to kill me. And I don't like that. Oh, it's pretty cute, by the way. It's pretty cute. It's pretty hot, by the way. She goes, we're done. We're done. So now everyone's dancing. They're having fun. They're dancing. But they're all pages packing. And now people are going to Everyone goes to bed, basically. So now it's the next morning. And now it's packing time. And Austin's like, I need to figure out how to pack all this stuff. It's wild. It's wild. I'm like, just put it in your suitcase. <laughs> and basically, they just all leave. You know, they slowly start to leave. It's not that big of a deal this time. Um, Amanda, Kyle tries to steal the hangers. She's like, babe, you can't take the hangers from the house. They're nice. They stay at the house. Yeah. And then Corey is, um, you know, it's Corey and Jess's last morning. And she's like, she tells us that she's gotten really comfortable waking up next to Corey. And so she doesn't want it to end. And he's like, you know, uh, I, you know, of course I want things to progress. And, uh, and she goes, be exclusive. He goes, uh, no, see where things are going. Like maybe we can, um, like each other's photos on Instagram or something like that. Like maybe that'd be our next step. Talk <laughs> and to then in the months. diary room, she gets a call from Corey and she's like, Oh my God, what a coincidence. I'm talking about Corey and Corey called. Hi Corey. Yes, I will be exclusive. He's like, uh, actually I was just, uh, seeing if you found my Jamba juice card. <laughs> <laughs> your things. Uh, so then um then they yeah they all just kind of say goodbye there's not a lot of sentimentality just like lucas like bye everyone bye uh, hey i left everyone the, their own bespoke maple syrup on the counter so 
that's for you. Like cut to season three. Oh my God. Look at all these syrups that they left out for us here. But it is a season that does not end with Kyle and Amanda. Usually, doesn't it usually end with Kyle and Amanda leaving? What do I feel like it always does? Uh, yeah, but actually, I thought what was more notable was that when they all left the house, they didn't do that thing like it was an episode of 24, where all like the security cameras are on the screen, and oh, they all right. like, shut off one by one. Yeah. Um, maybe they're going to make a spinoff of the cleaning crew that has to come in here for the next five weeks to clean f- for the two weeks that they were there. You know? <laughs> the hazmat, the hazmat group. It's like the people <laughs> who come in for ET. <laughs> Matthew Modine is leading a cast. All right, everybody. Well, that was Stranger Things, I guess, but you get it. All right, that's, everybody. That's, Stranger Things, by the way, is also what this show could be called. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Things. Coming on you, rejects from the upside down. Like the up, the the, the demi gorgon is like, mm, no, thank you. He just shoved them back out of the upside down with all their goo. <laughs> you take them. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with us today. It has been a really fun week talking to you guys. We sure love you. We'll be back next week. Join us, won't you? In the meantime, go grab some merch if you feel it over at crappensmerch.com. Tickets will be available for our tour starting first week of January. And our videos are real fun this week over on Crappens On Demand. We did a Southern Hospitality video recap this week. Super fun. Uh, We'll talk to you next time bye. bye watch what crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors ain't no thing like allison king ashley savoni she don't take no baloney dana c dana do she's not just a sheila she's a daniela itchels aaron mcnicholas she don't miss no trickolus hava nagila weber jamie she has no less namey sip some scotch with jessica trotch she's always supplying it's kelly ryan Kristen the piston anderson you're never alone with lacy monteleon let's give a kisserino to lisa lino megan berg you can't have a burger without the berg sarah greenwood she only uses her power for good the bay area betches Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Undo your fasteners, it's Erin Kastner. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. She's not harsh, she's Jill Hirsch. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. We love him madly, it's Kyle Pod Shadley. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. She's a good hobby, it's Lauren Hobgood. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kutar. We love you guys.